Welcome to Aligned Attraction, the go-to intimacy podcast for powerful women. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Lee Noto, master intimacy coach and psychedelic therapist, and I help powerful women like you unleash your wild feminine power so you can create heart-throbbing love. Each week, you'll hear from me and other experts on love, sex, and relationships, and I'll also coach women like you to create the most delicious transformation in their love lives. You ready? Hey babes, welcome back to another episode of The Way of the High Priestess. I am going to be flying solo on today's episode, and I am really, really excited to share more about my intentional use of psychedelics, how they have supported me in massive transformation in my relationship, in my business, in my life in general. And this has been a very deep, intimate, transformative path for me. And what I want to first start by saying that this is not the path for everyone. Please note that by my recording and sharing this episode, I am not suggesting that you use psychedelics, that you explore them, or anything of that nature. I am not a medical professional, so none of what I'm saying is a a diagnosis or a suggestion If you are curious about the use of psychedelics, it is very, very, very important that you do your research thoroughly and that you make informed decisions about any aspect of the experience. And I'll share more about some of those aspects in this relationship. Please also note that this episode is not a full take on all things psychedelics. This is my personal experience. And these are the things that I have used and tried, why I've used them, and what difference they made for me. So please note that your experience will likely not be like my experience if you do decide to explore with psychedelics. And it is so important, again, to research and learn everything that you can about how to have uh, an optimal experience if you are going to explore. Okay, let's dive in. So... Psychedelics have changed my life, and I didn't start exploring psychedelic use until my mid to late 20s. My first substance of choice was cannabis after I had had a little bit of experience with alcohol. And uh, I had a profound experience with cannabis, you know, in the first couple of times that I used it. And that was an experience of getting to explore my own inner depth, getting to explore embodiment, getting to explore thoughts, feelings, sensations, reflections that appeared to me in this cannabis space that didn't always appear to me when I was outside of the cannabis space. And one of the mindsets that I brought in and that I bring into all of my substance use is I need to know why I'm doing it. Because I I typically will not partake in the use of any substance if if there's no intention behind it. Now, sometimes the intention is to have fun. And I will say that these substances must be used responsibly. There are uh, 
too many things that could happen when used irresponsibly. And I'm going to share um, some tips about how to ensure responsible use of substances later in the episode. So one of the, the mindsets that I had brought in from the very beginning of my um, psychedelic exploration was, do I know why I'm doing this? And if I don't have a why, then I don't have to do it. I'm perfectly fine being sober and I can do plenty of reflection and journaling and inner exploration in this state of being. And I can access plenty of altered states through things like breathwork and meditation. So again, I am not at all saying that you must use psychedelics or that you should. I am simply saying that this was a choice that I made in my life, in my journey to personal growth and development and spiritual growth and development. So um, some of the, the, the basic things that most experienced psychedelic users will tell you are important are set, setting, substance, and sitter. So set. Firstly, what is your mindset when going into a psychedelic experience? If you are in a mindset that is anxious and uh, feeling scared or unsafe or feeling any sort of unstable, it's, it may not be the best time for you to explore the use of psychedelics. So mindset, and as well, do you have an intention? Is, is there a reason why you choose to interact with a particular substance? Those are important things to consider. Setting, do you feel safe in the physical setting that you're in? So do you feel safe? Do you have people around you that feel safe for you? Is the temperature right? Do you feel comfortable in the clothing you're wearing? Um, do you have access to all the things you need? A bathroom, water, a journal, tissues? What are the elements like in your setting to allow for an optimal experience? The next one is substance. So do you know the substance you're taking? Do you know its source? Do you know what you're taking? Do you know how much you're taking? Do you know what the effects of this substance are? It is so important to create a relationship with the substance you're consuming the way you would create a relationship with food. And most of us really miss that opportunity to know where our food's coming from, how it was grown, how it was sourced, if it's organic or not. And we typically bypass that. And thus we don't have a lot of intimacy with the food we're consuming, yet we're still putting these items into our body. So it's very important that if you're gonna explore the use of psychedelics, you really understand the substance. And this last S is sitter. So who is sitting, like babysitting? Who is holding down the space, who's not partaking in the substance that is a tether to this waking reality that is not in the psychedelic space? Uh, it's really important for your safety and for everyone's safety that there is a person in the setting that serves in this way. Uh, I have only known very advanced psychedelic users that have explored solo journeys. It is not something that I would necessarily recommend, especially if you are beginning and also another very important consideration. Also, when it comes to substance, knowing that each substance has a different purpose. Each substance has a different energetic imprint, a different interaction with your body, with your brain chemistry, with your physiology. So knowing your substance and knowing how it may interact with you is important. Now, while you may not know everything before you consume the substance, it's really, really important to do research and must know what medications you're on and if there are contraindications, what your mental state is, because there are many psychedelics that do not 
bode well with uh, schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, uh, personality disorder. So if you experience that or if anyone in your family experiences that, definitely something to pay attention to. Again, your family history with medical health conditions is also very important to know and be aware of um, and to consider when deciding, if deciding on psychedelic use, as well as set setting, sitter and substance again, and the effects of the substance. Okay, so that's sort of the baseline material that is going to now allow me to share with you some of the experiences I've had and how they have opened me up into accessing even more of my inner high priestess. Because that is my mission, journey, intention in this life is to be, do, and and show up in alignment with my inner high priestess. This version of me that is both badass and ambitious and is open-hearted and gentle and is vulnerable and authentic and is accepting of all parts of me and all parts of others and on and on and on. So, you know, something that I considered early in my psychedelic use is why am I using these substances? Why am I choosing to partake in such an experience? Because what I can tell you is psychedelics can take you in any number of directions. They can take you in a direction that is beautiful and calm and serene where you experience a nirvana state of inner peace. And they can also take you to the shadowy depths of your inner hell that you maybe were or weren't prepared to come face to face with and everything in between. They can take you to so many places. So one of the questions that I asked myself early on was, am I using this substance and experience as an escape to escape my current reality, to dissociate, to uh, go off somewhere, or am I using it as a tool, as a tool to aid in my growth and expansion, as a tool to create more intimacy with my inner landscape, as a tool perhaps to create more intimacy with my partner, Ani, or with my friends, as a tool to receive visions for what's next in my business or visions for how I want to serve even more deeply. So knowing this is really important. And it's something I ask myself each time before I imbibe anything on any substance. Um, And knowing as well what my intention is in what substance I choose to use, because each plant, each substance has its own energetic imprint, has its own What I would say is personality, has its own qualities, has its own aspects, and has its own effects on the body. So it's really important to know how these substances interact with your neurochemistry because some substances do have a very taxing effect on the brain, on the body. And it doesn't necessarily mean that I don't use them, but it means I need to know how to supplement and take care of my body and brain and emotions in a way that don't cause... um, uh, a huge negative impact. I want the ROI to be greater than the impact on my body. So those are some things I consider. And I want to I wanna just dive into the impact that psychedelic use has had on my life uh, because I've chosen to navigate them very intentionally, uh, very safely and responsibly, and always in the company of people that I know, love, and trust to to hold the space for me and to perhaps be in a psychedelic space of their own. So 
the the main lessons that I've walked away from psychedelics with, with so much gratitude, is I have learned so much about what it means to open my heart. Um, particularly with the use of MDMA, which is uh, an empathogen, which is a heart opener. Um, I have been grateful to experience what love, what deep, deep, uh, what word do I want to use? Undefended love feels like. My experience with MDMA is that I have felt the concept of love in my body, in my entire body, in the people I'm interacting with. It has brought me so in touch with open-heartedness, with joy, with laughter, with play, with dance, with expression. And it has been something that has opened me up to myself, that has opened me up to Ani, that has opened me up to the work that I'm doing, that has helped me to also see many ways in which how I've been showing up can hurt or help me in my everyday waking life. Uh, it has been the catalyst for huge levels of intimacy, a lot of depth, a lot of joy and play, and a lot of really deep heartfelt conversation. And I will say that it's one of my favorite substances. And this is one that does take a toll on the brain and body. So it is very important to supplement if you're going to decide to um, explore with MDMA. I will also say that the, a lot of these substances are not currently legal. So big disclaimer here. And this is again, why I am not advocating that you use or explore with any of these substances because a lot of them are not legal yet. Now there are sub -sub some substances that are currently undergoing phase three FDA trials. And at some point in the future, they may become legal or perhaps, um, legal with therapeutic use under the care of a trained facilitator or therapist. So um, many of these substances are not yet legal. So back to what I was saying, um, MDA, MDMA has shown me so much about heart opening, intimacy and depth. And this has allowed me to surrender even more deeply into my conscious and divine feminine, the one who is open-hearted, the one who leads with love, the one who is gentle and nurturing, the one who is expressed and full of emotion and full of feeling. This is, this is what that experience has been for me time and time again. Now, on the other hand, my experiences with psilocybin magic mushrooms have been a little different. I have absolutely touched into love and depth there but I've also touched into things that were very difficult for me. I've touched into a lot of my pain that I've stored in my body, a lot of repressed emotion. I have touched into a lot of discomfort and restlessness in the body. I have touched into some very abstract concepts like what the vibrational frequency of wealth feels like and how I would need to expand my emotional and energetic container to be able to hold greater wealth. So these are some abstract concepts that don't necessarily occur to me in my waking life when I'm checking emails and running errands, but that are right there. They're always under the surface. So it doesn't mean that I can't access them in a non-medicated state. It just means that 
It's something that I have faster access to or a more catalyzed access to when I choose to interact intentionally with some of these substances. Um, Something else that I've also really learned from the use of psilocybin is the true embodiment of pleasure. And not only the true embodiment of pleasure, but what it can mean to experience any emotion in the body as pleasure. So more recently, I was fortunate enough to um, partake in some psilocybin with a couple of dear friends of mine. And one of the experiences that I had as I was alone in the bathroom and I looked in the mirror, I saw this like wild version of me that was just moving and undulating my body. And I was feeling the energy of these mushrooms move through me. And it was this profound experience of being completely uninhibited, uninhibited and getting to feel emotions move through me. Because prior to this moment, I had come into contact with some fear that I've been carrying, like very fundamental fear that I've been carrying in my system since childhood that uh, comes up in relation to feeling deeply safe, deeply loved, deeply accepted, wanted, and also comes up in my relationship to money, which for many people creates a deep sense of safety and security. And as I was feeling this fear, the thought occurred to me, what if I just let this fear take over? Like, what if I let it consume me, right? Which is usually not what we think when we think of fear. We're like, no, I got to fucking figure this out right now because this is not good. I don't want to feel afraid. And in this psilocybin-induced space, I had a different relationship with fear. What occurred to me was if I surrender to this fear, knowing that I'm safe, I had some tether to you know sober reality, what would happen? Could I experience this fear in a different way than I've ever let myself experience it before? So I let the fear take over and it was undulating through my body. I was moving. And as it came through me, I experienced it as pleasure because there was just an utter surrender. I wasn't resisting. I wasn't trying to hold on or grasp or avoid. It just moved through me like energy, like a wave of emotion and sensation. And from that, as I let the fear move through me, it turned into excitement. And I looked at myself in the mirror while standing alone in the bathroom. And I said, don't fit me into a box. I don't want to be sold. Don't try to sell me. And it was this idea that the bigness of my feminine energy doesn't want to be categorized and defined and put into a nice email sequence so that I can sell it and make money off of it, right? That's very much the patriarchal shadow masculine approach to something like our feminine energy that cannot be defined. Our feminine energy is so much bigger than an email sequence or than a webinar funnel or anything else. And of course, we can channel our feminine energy into those things and they can be great. And there's great purpose to email sequences and webinar funnels and anything we do with it, right? This is just entrepreneur language. Um, it's so much more than 
the ways that we try to sell ourselves or the ways that we don't really honor the infinite bigness of that energy. And so this is one of the major breakthroughs that I had in this journey was getting to come into such contact with like the the high priestess in me, the boss, like the divine goddess who was like, do not dare try and define me and sell me to people. Now, however, allow me to flow through you so that my expression can be felt and experienced by people. And that in turn will attract people to you, will attract the right clients, will attract the right collaborators, will attract the right friends and opportunities. But don't use this energy, and this is me saying this to myself, don't use this energy to try and market me. Use this energy as a way to be a vessel and an expression of something that is so much greater that people want to have access to within themselves. Lead by example and embody this energy in its fullness. And that's what will bring everything you could ever desire from lovers to business partners, to clients, to opportunities, to all of the financial abundance we could ever imagine. And that was a hugely impactful psychedelic experience for me. And that was the imprint that I received from psilocybin. Now, I've had other experiences with um, beautiful, beautiful plants like Wachuma, also known as San Pedro, with ayahuasca, the grandmother spirit, with 5-MeO DMT. And this is uh, DMT is naturally occurring in our brains. And this particular type of DMT is found on a toad, not any toad, but a, a very specific kind of toad. Um, and these have all been profound experiences for me as well. What I found in my experience with DMT and how it brought me closer to my inner high priestess, my inner high priestess is that DMT is the experience of absolute surrender. If you don't resist it, DMT is something that I have found completely obliterates the ego and can possibly bring you into nirvana states, states of God consciousness or oneness with yourself and everything around you, and will and possibly can completely obliterate your identity. Now, this is typically temporary, although I would say, please, again, do your research if you're thinking of using any of these substances. I do not recommend you use one. Um, if you haven't done epic amounts of research and spoken to facilitators of these medicines and have listened to podcasts, um, please make these decisions very intentionally and conscientiously. And um, 5-MeO-DMT is not a place I would start. This is not, uh, this is not the 101 psychedelic, in, in my opinion. 5-MeO-DMT um, is an ego obliterator. So if you feel very tied to your identity and how you are and your life, maybe not a place to start. It might be a place you work your way up to. And it is a place that I worked my way up to. And in a more recent um, session that I did with Ani, who facilitated for me, 
Um, after the peak experience where I, ex where I experienced uh, a distortion and change in my hearing, fractals and visuals, and a complete like letting go of my body, I started coming to and completely let go and had a massive emotional release where I cried and screamed and wailed for at least an hour, maybe more. And this was profound for me because what it signaled to me was that there was a lot of emotion, a lot of stored energy and potentially wounding and trauma in my body, in my nervous system that was now getting a chance to be released. And this was so impactful for me because often I have, I have recognized that I had been walking around with a lot of residue in my system, triggers, unresolved things from childhood. And I didn't have full conscious awareness of all of them, though I did have conscious awareness of some. A lot of it was operating in, my, in the unconscious. I just wasn't aware of some of the pain that I was carrying with me. This was a catalyst to getting to fully feel and experience that pain and express it. And I will say it wasn't easy. Like it is not easy to feel emotional pain, to feel fear, to feel heartbreak. These are the things we typically avoid. This DMT experience for me was coming face to face directly with the things that I've been carrying knowingly and unknowingly. And this was the avenue to releasing and expressing. I had no thoughts of where these things came from or how they got there. And truly that wasn't the important part for me. The important part for me was that they were getting a chance to release from my system, to release from my body. Since then, I am feeling very clear, very heart open, very excited. And again, just another profound experience of what it's like to clear my system so that I have greater emotional and energetic capacity for myself, for Ani and my relationship, for my loved ones, for my friends, for my clients, and for anyone that you know I have in my field. Profound, absolutely profound. And you know, while I'm not going to cover every substance here that I've ever interacted with, what I can say is that so many of these plant allies and these substances have been real gateways for me to epic transformation, to deep healing of my mother wound, my father wound. Uh, I've done a lot of inner child work. I've done a lot of self-love work. I've done, I mean, so many profound things. And I have these plants and substances to thank in addition to my own willingness and courage to be open to going there. Because again, these plants and substances aren't doing anything that we can't do on our own. We certainly could cultivate the ability to go to these places if we were dedicated and intentional in cultivating practices like meditation, breathwork, silence, etc. These substances serve as a catalyst to those states, can serve as a catalyst to those states if we use them intentionally, if we use them safely and responsibly, and if we are aware of all the parameters and things involved in ensuring an optimal experience and a safe experience, physically, 
spiritually, emotionally, mentally, sexually, all of it. So, you know, the thing that I, I am left with after reflecting on my use of psychedelics is how grateful I am to have access to these, these allies, these plant and substance allies that most of the world will never have access to. And we'll never know what some of these incredible experiences are like when we access deepest part, deeper parts of our consciousness, when we access the ultimate state and feeling of love, of oneness, of connection, of the divine, of non-attachment, of pain and fear and all of the emotions we experience as humans, of intimacy and connection. Like all of it's here for us. And these, these medicines, these substances can be huge allies if, again, we use them intentionally and responsibly. And it has been such, such a pleasure and an honor and sometimes very difficult to come in contact with parts of me that have been longing to be known and felt and seen and acknowledged. And I attribute you know, so much of my growth and development to these allies and to partnering with these allies, both partnering with myself and partnering with trained guides, facilitators, shamans, medicine people in using these substances. And it has been an honor and a privilege to be able to become trained as a psychedelic somatic therapist and to facilitate clients through some of these transformational experiences in healing and resolution in their nervous system, in their emotions, in their relationships, in ways that they could have never imagined otherwise. So this is one of my many takes on some of the tools that I use in accessing and coming into contact with parts of my inner priestess that have been absolutely profound for me. And I want to say again that I am not at all advocating that you should use psychedelics please go back to the beginning of my episode where I talk about all of the things that are important to consider. And there are many things that I have not mentioned that are important to consider. So if you have questions, feel free to connect with me on Instagram at linoto underscore or shoot me an email, hello at linoto.com. If I don't have the answer, I will try and connect you with someone who does. If this is something you're interested in exploring, And uh, please do everything you can to take all of the necessary safety precautions in creating an optimal experience for yourself. And know that if you do choose this path for yourself, that it can be a path full of your own humanity, full of winding roads, full of adventure, uh, and full of really getting to know yourself and others in a deeper way. Wishing you all so much love and good vibes. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you liked what you heard, please leave a five-star review and subscribe to the show and spread the love by sharing this episode out on social media and to all the powerful women in your life. And if you're ready to play full out and create heart-throbbing love, hop on over to my website to see all the juicy ways you can do just that www.leenoto.com. Fellow wild woman, I appreciate you. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love and all the good vibes.